back on the phone to you. Okay. All right, so we'll move into the clerk and recorder. So we'll do the clerk and recorder budget first, and then we'll do the election. Um, just so you guys are all aware, elections, you know, that fluctuates from year to year based on how many elections we have. So I did not include any of that in a 5% decrease just because next year it'll go up and we don't have any control over that. The following year it may go down and that's great. Um, but that's all based off of elections. So it really has nothing to do with what we can pretty much do. We've got to upfront that cost. So um, that is not included in any of these figures or 5% um, decreases or any of that. I did not include it. The election, we have three this year. It will go down to one next year. Yep, and you'll see that. In and the then budget. the following year will be two. And then one. And then three again because of the presidential. So like this. And we'll, just, we'll just keep on that roller coaster. Will you yeah. have a party extension of the big buildings and show a raise of hands? I have any money left? I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> so now we've got to come up with uh, 48. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yep, to me saying 48. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so clerk's budget, um, revenue side of things, it's we increased it just a little bit from 2020. Um, the state revenue um, that is election reimbursement and a, you know that was a grant in 2019. Which, by the way, Boots, I do have a question for you. Uh -huh. um, the contract services I've got currently in that budget. Mm -hmm. um, that we have spent so far for 2020 is 68,826,45, and I've carried over the remainder of that total grant to 2021. Mm -hmm. Is that still the case, or are we going to yes, finish that this year? No, there, we're going to finish it up this year, 20, in 2021. In 2021. Right now, okay. still, our contract is still working on getting it all set up to go into LED so it's searchable, okay. and then it will go onto the website. Okay, so we're still doing the indexing. All piece of it. the indexing and everything that's reported in that whole group is going to go with that. Okay, so I will keep what we have and then I probably will just get back with you before we adopt the budget just to verify that that's still the case. Yeah, John's still working on it and we haven't heard that he's not close. Okay. 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 Um otherwise I guess you Eight, just have seven, Gary. That's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I am aware I'm there. <laughs> I was counting. <laughs> I'm having trouble seeing that, that page number. I don't know. I know exactly. You could have totally Four. done it. It's not visible link. <laughs> it's only visible to her. So what? Absolutely. <laughs> the little page number at the bottom really saves a whole lot. How much ink did that save? <laughs> I wouldn't even just a couple sets, but maybe. <laughs> I was, I was just trying to follow orders. I was just trying to follow orders. Any questions with revenue budget for clerk's office? Pretty consistent. So the state revenue was a grant, and that's why we're... In 2019, that was <coughs> 129000 Oh, was so that the one where we put all that data? Yeah. 2019 oh, okay. was uh, a recording right. grant yeah. that we had to throw in 7000 out of what we had. Mm -hmm. But it was it was over a hundred thousand right. to copy and do everything uh, that's been recorded in forever that's gonna go on the website after it's all indexed and stuff. So it was a good deal. And we still got work going on. So that was a one time deal. Yeah. That was a one time deal. The um, in the presidential primary, uh, the reason we have had money money 
in elections was because the presidential primary, the state pays a percentage of ex actual expenses. Uh, for the regular primary, we get no reimbursement. For a general in November, we get 90 cents per voter. So we're not making any money on elections. But that's why you see that 7,000 figure for 2022 is that was um, some of the reimbursement from the state for the primary. For the presidential. Presidential, sorry. Yeah. Um, otherwise, we're, you know, kind of business as usual, I believe, in the clerk's yeah. office. Yes. Um, so after coming back and talking to Boots, um, after the first budgets were entered, we went back to see what else could be cut out. She did go ahead and cut supplies from 5,000 to 3,000, purchase services 15,4 to 8 to 10. Um, that contract services is that grant carry over, so we received all the revenue in 2019. I'm just carrying over the um, expenses. I have pulled that figure out of the 5% decrease because it's 100% rate, you know, yeah. it shouldn't be included in your normal operations. But we're not showing it as a rev, as a 2020, make sure I'm understanding right. Under contract services, mm -hmm. we're showing 18,234 as an expense. 87,061? Oh, wait, what? Oh, are you looking just at <laughs> elections or are you looking at? No, 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 no at okay. regular budget, yep. Yeah. But we're not, you're saying that has to do with the grant? Yes, so we received all of the revenue in 2019. So that's part of what's inflating that expense side uh, for 2021, is that we got 18,000 expenses there that we received the revenue for in 2020, right? Correct, yeah. but I've taken that out of the figures that you guys have for yeah. to meet the 5% decrease. I realize it's not part of the 5%, yes. but it is showing up as 18 grand in expenses. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. So you'll see that we spent 38 in 2019, we spent 68 in 2020. The remainder of that grant funds that we received in 2019 will be carried over to 2021. That is not included in the It is included. It is included in your total bottom line budget. But when I look at how much 5% decrease needs to be, I take that out. Okay, so the number we're after is 48,024 we need to cut? Yes. To meet the 5% of operations, that's what uh, you would need to decrease by. So our sheet that's clerk and recorder is 1601 of 38,956. We add the nine to it. Yes. Because and that's because of a health insurance change that came in this week. Does somebody who we currently still, did not have health insurance then still hung up on that eighteen because we did receive revenue for that. It was just in a different year. Yeah. So it's it's over I know we have to pay it. I'm not saying I yes. don't know that. Yes. But that's not a normal expense. Correct. For twenty twenty one. Correct. No, yes. and we will spend that other eighteen thousand on the indexing and all the rest of this. So, yeah, it will be spent, but it's all grant It's not part of the normal budget. Correct. So correct. that's why I'm wondering, because we got revenue for it in 2020, if we should, revenue as far as hitting our budget number, whether it's really fair to consider that as an expense in 20. I know we have to pay it, but we got revenue for it. You do that. that. I took it as you have to include it in 2021 as an expense because that's when the expense is actually going to happen. I, I realize that. Yeah. I know for budgetary purposes we have mm -hmm. to show it. And for financial and everything else. Right. Yes. So you're trying to say that you want to take out the eight. Well, as part of what we're, I'm just thinking. That's all. Um, I'm just not sure. It's, we can't cut it out of there. And we did get the revenue for it. It was just a question of which year it landed in. Correct. The revenue so it was is really a pass-through. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, the revenue is being carried in fund balance until we until we pay that. Does that make sense? Right. So it is in fund balance. Yes. So I'm, I'm not sure that we, for budget, for looking at at uh, 
you know, we're looking now at needing to reduce her budget forty some thousand dollars. Yes. I'm not sure it's fair to include that eighteen. It's not point. included she's, she's in, that. in the forty six thousand. It's ta it's taken it's, out. Yeah. So when okay. you when you look at totally out of there. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. So when yeah, you look at I thought you meant you weren't it wasn't in the totally calculated five percent on no. either. So I this and I took it out in 2019 and I took it out in 
and decrease them from 40 to 32 hours a week with benefits. Uh, so FICA, Medicare, retirement, and decrease of wages, it really isn't going to amount to, you know, eight to nine. Yeah. Just because the wages that we pay in the clerk's office aren't, aren't high wages. I don't know. And so, and so that's why, especially in, you know, treasurer's office, clerk's office, assessor's office, you're going to have yeah. the same thing. Right. Because the wage scale is real similar. Correct. Mm -hmm. Most of my people are making this. Uh, was it five thirty-eight, fifteen, fifteen, or fifteen, eight. Yeah. But, you know, and some of them have the extra fifty cents because they're deputized. Right. And that, but they're making much money. The benefits are the big deal. So, Boots, if, if, if you were to make, if you had to cut the forty-eight, what's your recommendation? Well. I've got two offices, and it just costs. Correct. That's it. I can't have it. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's with, you know, pretty much all smaller mid-sized departments. As we've talked about yeah. before, personnel cost is the major cost yeah. that we have. So Jeff's comment, <coughs> the furlough days, <coughs> excuse me, are a separate Generation of funds. Yes. So what we're doing with this. Yes. So we're going to have other elected officials. And I feel like we as commissioners, we don't want to overstep our bounds. What do we say to Boots? Are we three going to say we're at 48,000? Boots. That's a million dollar question. You figure it out because when these other elected people come, we're going to be in the same boat. And then you mentioned sharing someone. Well, then we got to tell her who we want to share with. Right. And that's, to, yeah. To be able to come up with a, a thing. So are we going to have, you know, I'm, I'm going blank. Are we going to have another elected official say, Hey, I have this. I would share that person with Boots. So now we get together. I think so that's why in the treasurer's office with yeah. Ronan, she's going to have a part-time position come open here later this year. Can her and Boots share that position? It would benefit Boots by reducing the part-time But it's not going to change hers. It will. Yeah, yeah increase so it you're because not of the insurance. Anything. Well, if you're saving at least well, 20 hours a week of wages, right. then that's all you're saving. Okay. Well, well it's not if you share, it'll lower mine. So it'll lower the yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not saving yeah. a nickel. So that's kind of not a very good idea. Well, it well, only it's, does if you reduce your staff. And we're we're saving it in your budget, in not my necessarily. Budget, right. So it's going to jack up the other budget. Right. Because yeah. they're going to be paying that, that person. But now you've got, instead of one and a half, you have one. Right. So there will be a cost savings. It just will be present in clerk's budget, not treasurer's, treasurer's budget. Because mm -hmm. yeah. that half we're talking is already there. Correct. Because yeah. right now we're budgeting one and a half. We will then just go to one. Yeah. I mean, those are, you know, as we go forward, we know that we're going to have to look at other consolidation probably stuff, or it's going to be, as we talked yesterday, um, a decrease in service and what is that going to look like um, so anything that we don't decrease now um, as we all know that will just mean that you may have to look at one either we're going to dip into reserves more or two you're going to have to offset that cost with some other decrease mechanism somewhere else right so I don't want to get too far down in the weeds but I and I don't know if you'll have this information Back in, I believe, 2004, 
2007 when our assessed valuations were similar to where we're at now and our county employee numbers were less. Yes. Is that correct? And I know our employee yes. cost per employee has risen significantly, yes. but if you just look at numbers of employees, these offices we're talking about, what were their number of employees? Were they operating on less employees <coughs> at that time or not? Let me look. Our office has been very consistent with the number My of employees. Because there was always a, a part-timer in motor vehicle and I kept that position. Let me, um, I'll so get that in a minute. Your stay pretty similar. Clear back that far. 15 years. Yep. yep. I think yeah. we're the, we're most, we've had a lot of new departments in the county since right. then. Too. So 2004, we were at 5.86. 2005, we were at 5.96. 2006, mm -hmm. we were at 6. Currently, we're at 7.6. Or one and a half. You're about one and a in half. In the clerk's office. In the clerk's office. So that jump occurred. That jump occurred in 2008-2009 when assessed valuation also. Yes. And that's when the part-timer in uh, Rangeley was hired because before we only had the one person working. Right. And okay. if she was gone, the office was closed. Right. What is the statutory requirement there on your office hours? Is there any? We have to be open five days a week for eight hours. Okay. In one location. And I don't yeah, want to put each location. Yeah. Yeah. If we have a branch office, it has to be open. It does. If you if you had one person in Rainsley and she's ill, takes vacation, whatever, but you could send a person from Meeker to fill that. It's been done in the past. And I, I've also done it this last year when Shirley was there. And um, I was in between part-timers. I had one quit and I hadn't hired one yet. And he, I mean, all of a sudden, she calls and says, well, I don't feel good. I'm going home. Well, it takes an hour to get anybody over there. You know, and this might be at noon that she was sick or whatever. It takes an hour to get over there. It takes an hour to get back. And that's time for this person for travel time. By the time they close that office at 4.30, they don't get back here until 5.30. That's extra time and that's mileage. So, you know, and right now I've got a 24-hour part-timer who, if Melissa takes a vacation day or takes a whatever, since she's full-time, then Becky will be there for, for her full eight hours. Yeah. But it's been tried, and it, it will work. It's just that that office is going to be closed off and on for... Whatever. No. So he has 64 hours basically down there, and he can cut it to 40, so that only one person was there at a time. At the start. That would make that second person just a relief type person. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Or have somebody up here is what you're saying, right? We'd go take <laughs> The other thing is, is that I, I know, Boots, you're always very careful about your comp time that you have in your department. Absolutely. Um, we still have budgeted 6160 for overtime. Mm -hmm. In 2018, you used about 3000 of overtime, but 2019, there wasn't any. In 2020, there isn't any. Is there any way that you'd feel comfortable with totally wiping that out? Not totally, because... Uh, what I use that for is, like during elections, et cetera, that's for extra time for my part-time person. Okay? It's not, quote, overtime, time and a half. But that's for my part-timer. Uh, all the rest of the employees uh, get comp. <coughs> right. They, they don't get paid okay. the time and a half. So it is comp. And I've cut that back tremendously, even during elections, because we're finished on election night by 9, 9.30 instead of going until 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, because 
I don't bring the last four hours worth of racially balance over until the next morning. So I've cut that a lot out. The only place to cut this thing is staff. If, um, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Don't, don't kill me, boots. Um, you're too far away. I know, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> the body's there, though. <laughs> Look at these eyes. I know, I know elections is, you know, one of your biggest, heaviest pieces where you need all hands on deck. Correct. Is there any way that we could take other people through training or whatever else in the courthouse and say during election time your duty is to go help elections out this day so they that we all have to be election certified officials okay and what does that take that takes uh, a lot of training uh, usually about months or better depending on how how many classes they can take with Secretary of State okay to get their are those, all, are, are those all online? Yes. They are. Well, they have to have one in person. One in person during before they can get certified. It's one in person um, learning situation. The rest is online. But they have to have that certification before they can touch anything. Okay. And all of my people except for Becky are certified. Yeah, they've got to be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So really, I guess unless you wanted to take more time than just kind of you know that week is what I was thinking before. Yeah. Out of somebody else's, if we could do that, I don't know if that would work. Then. Probably not. Well, and if you look at this, even on the personnel tables, you run some numbers on there and try to. For insurance or for retirement, it's just the whole group of the county. That's pretty, you know. We start going breaking down into these little departments. It's at the end of the day. I mean, a two percent cut here and a two percent cut there doesn't do much. No. On a nineteen thousand dollars. And that's really because their wages equal their benefits yeah. in these departments. It's a lot yeah. easier when you have a lot of higher wage people. You can cut eight hours, and it actually makes a difference mm -hmm. compared to $127 a day. So that's almost that's the lowest end scale. Uh, but you've got several people that are there. It's I've got a lot of people that are there, and most of them, their first first and second choice, like I say, was either furlough or cut the retirement. And, you know, they're all in on that. They want their benefits. So, they want their benefits. Yeah. This is hypothetical. Mm -hmm. You personally, would you rather see us, and I'm talking basically three departments, assessor, treasurer, and clerk, mm -hmm. go ahead and have to live with this not being able to hit that 5%. And have to reduce uh, the insurance benefit like we have talked about would you which would because we're gonna have to do one or the other if you have to have the employees pay like one suggestion was 10 percent and then it was 20 or something i don't yeah. think the employees would have that much of a problem with it from what i've heard as long as they still have the benefit you know, as long as Melissa, they still have a job. They were they were paying a buku bucks for insurance, and now she doesn't pay anything. <coughs> so she's in hog heaven. But if she had to pay ten percent, it's still way better than what she had before. Right. So if we went to that lowest level of the two thousand, bumped it up to a two thousand dollar deductible instead of a thousand, mm -hmm. what was that total saving? About three hundred. Three hundred grand. Yeah. Is that? Are you guys seeing it that way? That if we don't, if we don't insist that these other elected officials meet that five percent, mm -hmm. we're gonna have to 
have to do something like that. Yeah, that's and that's where, like Chris said, maybe at the maybe one where we need to come back to after we get through everyone else, figure out what where you know if other people can cut or if there's other consolidation stuff that people come to the table with and we look at it and we say yes, we want to do that. There may be other cost savings that we don't know about yet that could be brought up. So it may be something that when we do our few wrap-up sessions, um, we can input all of this, see where that bottom figure is at, and then make those you know decisions of, yeah, we can, or no, other people were able to cut more to offset that, so we're okay. For this year. For this year, yeah, we're going to. What we do right here, we're going to be doing at the next meeting at the next yeah. meeting. Mm -hmm. you, you're aware of that. Oh, yeah. Like Jeff's comment, we got a million to get out of these budgets, right. a million three to get out of the others. If we cut the benefits, which, where's that million coming out of? Where's that 300 coming out of? Is it coming out of? This million from the departments, or is that coming out of the? So if two? if we don't meet that million, let's five just say percent. that five percent deduction to meet that first kind of million dollars, you're going to have to increase your deductions on the other side to offset that. If you guys still want to be with the logic of cutting at least that 2.3 out. Right. See, so like I don't know that we can cut the 2.3 because we're committed to dispatch. Or at least we're committed for budgeting dispatch. That, so that's that's a lot of money coming out of reserves already. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I'm just I'm not sure what I want to say. I'm kind of confused myself. Of that's where I it's like you know to me it's you want to say boots. Figure out where you're going to cut forty eight thousand, but in the next breath. Wait till we're to the end before we come back to say, here's the number. But because you have to remember, departments have some have gone above and beyond the five percent, which has helped you guys in reaching that first amount of money that we needed to reach currently for the assessed evaluation. So anything else that we then decrease will only help you guys further in not having to cut other places in that kind of, I don't know, if what, whatever you want to call it, second bucket of money. Yeah. Okay, so that's where we have to kind of get down. We have to get through everybody, and we have to figure out what other consolidation or anything else that we want to do, what other capital projects are coming up that we need to accomplish, um, what we can use out of reserves or fund balance for those funds, and then at the end of the day, we can figure out how much more money, one, you guys want to cut out, or if we're okay with where we're at staying. But if if we don't cut any more out of some of these budgets, it could mean that we need to then increase our <coughs> decreases, so our additional costs. So we may have to do retirement and furlough, or we may have to do health insurance and retire, you know, something like that. Instead of picking one item and maybe shrinking it a little bit, like we originally thought that's maybe all we would have to do because we were expecting everyone to meet that 5%. If it doesn't happen, you may have to increase your additional cost-saving measures in other places. I think that's that what we ought to do, Ms. Let's just... Let's figure out where we're at at the end of this. We'll come back and revisit this, and that will give us a, a clearer picture. Yeah. Um, I totally agree because I'm not willing to cut right now. Well, and Boots, just we like these, these gentlemen sitting behind you, you know, we made some decisions yeah. to collaborate and cut some jobs out of this building, and, and, and everybody's going to have to take ownership in that. If that gives us the way, yeah. yeah. But not right now. Yeah. But I, I think before we jump on that, we probably ought to really see exactly where we're at. Um, and see what other, I know Dave Overton had a few ideas he was going to present to you guys. I know Eric had a few ideas he was going to present to you guys. So there could be some other alternative mm -hmm. ways of doing things that yeah. will and be brought forth to you guys. Yeah. Yes. The end of the day, um, the money's going to 
need to be cut from somewhere or we're going to have to use reserve. Yeah. And whether that's cutting insurance benefits, whether that's insisting on the 5%, they're all in play. Yeah. The money needs to be cut from somewhere. Without I'd be more. okay if it was all employees. I'm not okay with just mine. It, it is it's not. a no, lot it's of not all. It, it, is all. it is all. Absolutely. We're cutting, sales and, yeah, we're cutting sales and use tax down from 40 hours to 30 hours a week. I've taken a pay cut in my office. Laura's taken a pay cut in her office. Um, to maintain this up the same level. IT communications, they're cutting one person in their office. Um, ED is gone from two to zero because that's going away. Natural resources is going away. Um, patrol deputy, they cut a patrol deputy out of the sheriff's office. So there's a lot of other places that have and are still. Well, as they said, that organization has been filled until he has decided to fill it again. Yep. That's what he told me. Yep. So, I mean, that's, you know, one position. Like I say, I'm okay with that. If it's for the state unit, you know, like the furloughs and that type of thing, that's everybody on fun with that. Yeah. Yeah, don't think for a second this isn't affecting everybody. It is. Oh, yeah. Everybody's staff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eventually it will. And that's why I, I just want to hold on a minute. Let's figure out what uh, the bottom line to when we get okay. down with this. When we get yeah. our wrap up uh, stuff, yeah. Yeah. we can out. come back around and, and, and figure out where we got to go from there. Uh, I think we're going to come back to this same conversation. Oh, I'm afraid I really do. And, uh, but what I'd like to do is get the electeds in here together. Maybe we can come up with a con something that we can do. Um, we'll have those conversations. Any other questions? No, but thank you for being polite. <laughs> I can be nice if I want to. Keyword is want. Just uh, <laughs> FYI, we sent out 4,200 ballots, 131 came back undeliverable. But we have gotten 2,313 back. So far. Awesome. <coughs> so we're running real good. So there must be a lot of Biden supporters voting this time. Uh, suppose. Real Michael County, are you serious? <laughs> there's no way of knowing that because there's not enough D's to even count. And you don't know what the unaffiliated are doing. <laughs> Our unaffiliated, we've got over 1,200 of those yeah. people. And um, they've returned almost as many ballots as the Republicans have. Yeah. And of course, the the Dems, there's only 327. Yeah, that's Dems. why you really can't tell. So you can't them. tell. But right. the unaffiliated are going to trip the trick is what's going to happen. So that and seems to be very much nationwide of a growing unaffiliated. Uh, it's huge. Colorado now has more unaffiliated than they have either Republican or Democrat. Mm -hmm. It's huge. And just FYI, as far as elections go, and I know it wasn't included here, but um, with the presidential primary and the regular primary, uh, election judges alone have already cost me $10,500. Mm -hmm. It's huge. But we get a break next year when we have one. 2021. So, that's going to make a big difference. Uh, Booth, before you leave, I did see this, um, that Motor V or something is um, putting out like these little kiosks where people can go and renew registrations via Denver. Yeah. We have, have you, is that going to be like sent what? out to all counties or do we have to sign no. up or? No, we don't have to. Is it, is it feasible? Is it something that we would want to? What's the, do you know the cost associated with that, I guess? That no, I'd have to look it up. But the thing is, um, we don't have any place to put a kiosk. You want to put it on Pants Creek? You know? I mean, there's no place because it's in Town Hall in Rangeway, mm -hmm. and it's here. And we've got so much expanse where it wouldn't be feasible. The kiosks are just another online 
registration is what they are. It just allows you to do it. The tree do it on. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just saw them. I thought, well, that's kind of a you know, cool idea. I wonder if, yeah. I hear what Boots is saying, though, is the courthouse is here, and we've got it in Rainsley, so mm -hmm. it really isn't going to sort of PS correct. Uh, I mean, there's nothing in between. It's not that many people that's going to make it more Yeah, I just didn't know if it allowed, I mean, it allows you to, to do it. staff. But, you know, because it opens 8.30 to 4.30, right? That's office hours, so I wasn't yeah. sure a lot of people would utilize that service. That, we we have you know, a lot of people Saturday that are doing online already. You do? So they are. And the kiosk is nothing but another online opportunity for like people that may not have a computer or right. whatever, right. Yeah. Yeah. they can do it online. And it's the same thing as what we've got now. We've got a lot of people to do online. And then when they do online, the Secretary of State's office sends out the registration. We don't have to touch it. So it doesn't even go through your it office It doesn't go through my office, no. And it's all Secretary of State. They're doing that to reduce staff. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. That's, you know, I, I get it, yeah. No, I get it. That's true. The Secretary of State's office let go of one whole building in downtown Denver because their people are working from home. And when you call, you hear the dogs barking and the kids bowling and everything else. And I'm sure they're very productive. Everyone over there. <laughs> All of those. Department of Human Services. Yeah, it's like when, when we're sitting Dr. on hold. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we sit on hold for an hour, hour and a half until somebody can call us back, you know, after they feed their kids or the dog or whatever. And we've got a customer sitting in front of us. It's horrendous. Yeah. No, I, really I, I, I get it. People still Frustrated for customers and my employees. <laughs> Very. That's, that's what we're dealing with. They actually let go a whole building. They had They're just letting them work from home now, is what you're and, saying. And almost everybody's working from home. And they cut a ton of staff out of that building right. that were working from home because they figured out that they didn't need that many people. Did they actually cut numbers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, now Imagine we're that. paying the price because we can't get an answer for sometimes an hour, hour and a half, sometimes still a week. Yeah. What happens so, when you kill the goose that lays the golden yep. egg? It's really working <laughs> for them. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I'm willing to come back again when you know the dust settles, and we'll, you know, I'll do what I absolutely have to. We know that. We appreciate that. Look how crippled she is that she didn't get a set in her chair. Yeah, huh? She didn't get a set in her chair. Yeah, hard. Sure, reset. Before we start, kids, I better go. Which one is IT, Gary? Maybe. Where? <laughs> Somewhere, maybe, possibly. <laughs> okay, it's um, the detailed information for the IT budget. So you guys may want to look at that as well.
one time up front cost for next year. Yes. And then it, it's a line item that's at the $20,000. Okay. I just don't see the 98 or whatever it is. Oh, 25. 25? <coughs> yeah. Is that? 25000 a year. And then the hospital is paying us 23000 this year for their share. Right. Because that full cost isn't going to hit your, your line items there. It's the first year of that three years going to. Okay. I know me and you talked about it. Yeah, it no, I think I see it. Got. 72 months of peer support. Yeah, it's the line item. For 25000 right? 25000 yeah. Okay. I just had a panic attack that that was not included in any of this, and I thought, Ugh. No, it is. That's going to need to be increased. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep going. We keep hitting us with these increases. <laughs> I feel like that's all we've done, to be honest with you. I feel like we haven't really decreased anything. So real quick, and I know we haven't officially started, but if I'm looking at this right on IT, part of Dylan's ability to go under what was necessary total, and I appreciate that, is because it is accounting for that person we have or reducing our total number in IT and communication? No, that's just uh, most of my changes came out of contract services and our supplies. But the budget that's presented to oh, does include going from three to two and a half. Yes. It's a half a person. Yes, yes. So that is part of this. Yes. Okay. yes. So that's what I had it heard, did not account for that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yes. Because we're in our heads only. Yeah. So no, like, you heard us talk about these buckets of money. Yeah. Because we've got those separated different buckets of money in our own head. Um, Did you pay the heating bill this month? Not. <laughs> I thought toss it out. Cut that one, and then you'll start to drop employees, so they'll start sending there too. It's, it's a domino effect, and we are, I think it's going to be very effective. Are using you guys as a coaching job? Allow the dead bodies and the I don't think the elections department would like it a whole lot. Come on, pipe up, Sarah. Turn that down just a little bit. Sarah is in the building. I'm getting you to your page. That is combining services. No, I had all the faith in you. Since you were. Actually, just put dead bodies in there and you don't.
All right. Um, IT, you guys will see an increase in revenue for 2021 because, uh, do you remember in 2018, I think it was, that we had that server sand project for about 300 and some odd thousand dollars? Okay, that data renewal, we decided to go with that server SAM project because it would be more cost effective for us in the future because all we would have to do is just upgrade the software, is software? It's, data support? Something? It's upgrading the, so in the three-year data support contract agreement, when you renew it every three years, it updates the kind of the controllers of the software, which is what controls the storage, to their newest version of hardware. And so you're getting a refresh of the controllers of it, which is gives you better performance overall every three years through their data agreement process. Without having to buy all the new equipment. And so that's where it was more beneficial for us to do more of that upfront cost yeah. and then lengthen that out over the years. So 2021 is the renewal of that support. Okay. Um, so with that, the school district is also going to get onto that contract. Is that right? Um, so with that system, it's the school district we charge to use our firewalls for internet security, um, which we have charged them. Both school districts in the town of Meeker uses our firewalls for internet security to protect their networks. Um, the hospital, through a joint initiative with us, actually put some high-performance storage added onto our system, and so we're charging them for their share of the storage. And so that's where that 23000 comes from? Yeah. yeah, that's the hospital's 23000 And that will be at every three-year cost when we renew that contract, they'll pay us that 23000 to pay for their share of the storage. Um, and that kind of explains that really well in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's also, yeah, yep, you got it. Um, so how that works is we put that into pretty much a prepaid on our books as an asset and then I expense the actual cost uh, year to year. So in 2021, all of the cash flow is going to go out so that 90 some odd thousand, right? So the 90, how much is it? 98, uh, 98 just for us plus another 23. I thought 98 included all of it. Yeah. Okay. So up front, that 98 is going to go out. However, when you look at um, their budget, only one year's worth of that three-year cost, so around 25,000, is actually going to be booked to their expense because the rest is going to be <laughs> on that asset, and then every year. 25,000 will be booked. It's, it's just an accounting function, right. but the actual cash flow is going to go out in 2021. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Is that part of your professional service or data support? Yes. <coughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I want to make sure, Dylan, that we've also included that 23 in that. <coughs> I think you have 25 on here, but do you also have the 23 for the hospital? Because we've got to account for that. As well. um, you told me to do the twenty-three thousand for the hospital as a revenue. Revenue, but we I'm also have to have it as the expense too. Oh, I did not. Okay. Do that. No, I did the twenty-three and then just minus their number. So I need to increase that, that by twenty-three. So their data support, I'm going to increase by twenty-three thousand. Okay. For the hospital share, which is going to be a wash because okay. it's in revenue, yeah. but I am increasing their expense. Right now, right. We just need to so that. And honestly, it's not won't be included in your five percent because it's a it's a wash. It's right. in and out, so right. it won't really matter. Are you using it all by the twenty three this year? You gonna break that out over the three years? No, I'll because it will all happen this year. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll bill it out um, all twenty three for this year to the hospital. Uh, no, school district. Hospital. Hospital, thank you. And then the revenue's increased 23 as well. Yeah. Well, no, it's already in there. It's in the revenue group. It's already included in there. 30, it's 27, includes 23. 
So let's put that total at 171,050. Yes. For that line item. Um, Dylan, so just go through just go through your line items real quick so that we all um, are on the same page with what we're spending. So if you want to start with supplies, um, we you did cut that tremendously yeah, um, previous year. Supplies was where the large amount of our headings were and um, the way we looked at it is the county's going through a real hard time and so when people come to ask us for new IT things our new philosophies just Say that louder, please. We're going through just a hard time. Right. And so um, typically in our supplies, we've had them cushioned because people always come to us in the middle of the year and they're like, hey, we want this new TV or we want this new security jammer. Or, we need this new computer set up for the public. Or, we need a new headset or a bunch of miscellaneous requests that they never actually come to us during budget time and then they just think of in the middle of the year. Um, typically, we've built into where we're able to accommodate that. And this year, we took the approach of just no, the answer is no. Because in my opinion, that, those decisions, that's why we're pulling contingency back under us. So those expenses aren't just occurring. They, they do need to come to us so we can prioritize them with what other priorities we have going on yep. outside of IT. Yep. Yeah. So I'm that guessing the sense. new philosophy will be if, if a department wants that, you will direct them yep. to And we to expect to see that. So let's say we had a printer or something like that or something, yeah. you know, some major $10,000 gizmo. Um, and you guys don't have it in your budget, you come to us and we talk to the money go and see if we can wrangle some money out of it. Yeah, but at least that's the great approach going forward. It's not how it was operated in the past. Yeah, that's, that's why we saw such slow large increase in supplies. There's, there's a good reason for it, too. It's not just that, um, it's not just, it, it's for downtime so that people can continue working. We would, we would keep things on hand. To get to them, and that was right? Yeah, that, that was part of it too. It's to keep it's to keep work time. And we'll still have a fair amount of spares on hand through our couple end of the year projects we're doing. We're going to get a couple extra laptops with the COVID purchase because we got such good pricing on them. We only needed uh, roughly 19 for what we did, and the pricing came in so good that we can get, I think it's 22. And then um, with our end of the year project, since we did have the, the COVID laptop replacement, we'll have some spare desktops that within that capital project that we're running this year as well. So we'll really, in what we've done in the past is we bought spares as we use spares, and now we're just going to have a large storage of spares. And once we're out of those, it, we'll be coming to talk to you guys to see if we have money contingency to get more spares in or how it is done that. Um, so that's really the large decrease in, in the supplies. And um, this year was a pretty good year for us because we didn't even give departments the ability to replace or to request new IT things from us. We just asked if they were getting a new employee because we figured with, you know, the situation we're in, we're, we're cutting positions. We don't need to be doing new IT projects. Why are purchase services going up? Purchase services goes up pretty much every year. Um, it used to be built in that there was a 5% just default increase to purchase services. But what 